Welcome back to Courage to Shine with Michelle Colt. Well, once again, there is so much goodness to dive into today. As I was collecting my thoughts and taking a couple of notes, I was like, goodness gracious, how am I going to get all of this in in one episode? I make it a point to make my episodes anywhere between 20 to 25 minutes so that it's just enough to not overwhelm the nervous system. It's really interesting because as we're moving out of our comfort zone and stepping more and more into who and what we really are, it's really fascinating to see the various shenanigans that can come up in terms of the mind. Sometimes it will create different trance-like states. For example, amnesia or feeling super tired or irritability. So I just wanted to mention that it's one of the reasons why my episodes are not longer than 20 to 25 minutes for the most part. So the main thing I want to focus on today is this fascinating piece of information that I came across, I want to say about four or five years ago. And I heard something about it recently, and it reminded me about like how this is such a fascinating pointer and such a fascinating piece of information in terms of it guiding us to having a sense of more well-being in our lives. So it talks about the aspect of the human heart, and it states that the human heart has a magnetic field that is 5,000 times stronger than the brain. Whoa. Let me say that again. The human heart has a magnetic field that is 5,000 times stronger than the brain. I mean, what a tremendous statement. Goodness gracious, I mean, there's so much I could say about that. But how I'm going to use this piece of information today is to, once again, I'm using it as a place of, or coming from a place of encouraging us all to be in a place where we're connecting with our heart, intuition, and knowing, as opposed to the ego and the mind. I heard it put in a really interesting way recently. The mind is usually coming from a place where it's trying to predict what's going to happen. And then that prediction aspect immediately catapults us into a place of protection. So these predictions that the ego slash mind are coming from, is most likely the trauma that we've experienced in our younger lives. It's the stories that the mind keeps talking about in terms of predicting bad things are going to happen or that people are going to be mean to us, that somehow our shining in our lives, whatever that may be, is going to cause something negative to happen. 
And then the protection component in this is the non-resourceful beliefs that start popping up. Uncomfortable body sensations, stinking thinking, whatever it may be. And that is such a empowering, I'm going to use that word, piece of information to understand that usually the mind and the ego is coming from a place of prediction and protection. That way, when the shenanigans start to come up in terms of overwhelm and chaos and all kinds of crappy thinking and overwhelming emotions and body sensations, When that starts to happen, we can say something like, oh, there goes the mind doing its old patterns. Because the moment you begin to observe and witness what's happening with the mind, you begin to change your relationship with it. And immediately you begin to move into a place where you're not going to take it as seriously, where it's not going to have the ability to dysregulate it, dysregulate your nervous system like it used to. And I've talked about this in previous episodes, but I wanted to bring it up again today. The power of witnessing and observing. Now, it's also super helpful, and I would say important, to do it from a place of compassion and self-love. The moment we start to move into an area where we are judging ourselves, something really, really interesting starts to happen. The judgment of ourselves puts us into a place or position where we stop growing and expanding. And again, because of what we've been through in our earlier lives, for many of us, it's not the natural response to move into self-compassion or having a sense of humor about it. That usually takes a little bit of time to really be able to move into a place where you're able to have a sense of humor. I have a new client that started with me uh, about two or three weeks ago, and he was sharing with me in our second session that, you know, having the silly sense of humor is definitely not coming easily to him and for him. That's something that usually takes a little bit of practice really what begins to unravel the non-resourceful beliefs, the stinking thinking, the overwhelm, is self-love and compassion. That aspect of being able to step back. As I've said in previous episodes, you're able to step back behind the shenanigans of the mind is a neat way to look at it. And always understanding that our knee-jerk reactions are interesting programs. They're interesting coping mechanisms. 
that may have been very helpful when we were younger, but they're not so helpful now. So when and if you find the mind becoming all judgy, and of course you can use this in terms of judgments that are coming up around others, first it's really helpful to really play with it when the mind is judging ourselves. Two different quick and easy phrases that can help you move out of that self-criticism and judgment would be temporary. You're saying temporary to the judgmental thought. Another great one is to say to the thought, no thanks. In other words, I'm not going to take delivery of that thought. Now I want to be very clear about something. Temporary and no thanks are not being used as a way to resist what's coming up. And as I was speaking to just a couple of minutes ago, the moment you're able to have compassion for yourself and curiosity around the thoughts that are coming up, it's also another interesting way that you're not resisting it. You're like investigating it in some way. And as I said earlier, the moment you move into a place of observation and you're in more of the observer or the witness, your relationship changes with the thought or the uncomfortable body sensation or the emotion that's coming up. Super fascinating. So one of the things that makes it really tricky to be able to be more heart-centered to be in that more powerful place that I spoke about at the beginning of this episode is that when we've been through a lot of bullshit and chaos when we were younger, and again, it can be large T traumas like major traumatic events, or it can be a bunch of small T traumas, doesn't matter. In either case, what begins to happen, again, this is another coping mechanism, is we begin to live our lives very much stuck in the mind and the ego. And the reason why this is, is we felt like we had to be so hypervigilant when we were younger. We had to figure everything out as a way to control and feel safe. And so that can make it a bit challenging as we begin to get more comfortable being in and with our bodies and being connected to our hearts. The more we can experience being more open-hearted, the more we get in touch with our vulnerability. And another really interesting aspect, I'm speaking to a client about this on, I believe it was Friday, is the more comfortable we get in our vulnerability, it comes along with a beautiful humility. There is nothing more lovely and beautiful than a human being who is deeply connected with their vulnerability and their humility at the same time. Hmm. 
so lovely. Unfortunately, we don't come across this very much in people. And that's because of all of the shenanigans that have happened to people when they were younger. And this can even go back into generations before the person was even in a body or was a human being. So I just want to say that a really beautiful mantra around this that you could play with is this. It is safe to be more open-hearted. It is safe to be experiencing more of my vulnerability and my humility at the same time. When you're saying these sweet mantras, it will be very helpful to let your bellies relax, to notice what the temperature of the air feels like, wherever you are, and to let your tongue relax and widen in your mouth. Now, before an important conversation that you need to have with a family member, or it could be in a working type situation, reminding yourself of this mantra will help you to become more present and it will help you to respond to what happens in the conversation rather than react. It is safe to be deeply in touch with my vulnerability and my humility. By doing the different nervous system regulation processes, letting the belly relax, noticing what the temperature of the air feels like, letting the tongue relax and widen in your mouth. It really creates this beautiful, safe container for yourself. And when you create that safe container for yourself, your safe container begins to expand and it includes those around you. You're having the ability to be more regulated within your nervous system, creates a safe container for those in your life. And whether they're conscious of it or not, they feel it. Wow. How incredibly lovely is that? It is safe to experience more vulnerability and humility in your life. As I've spoken about before and a lot of other people talk about it also, gratitude is an incredible thing in terms of being able to move into that magnetic field of the heart. When we are focused on what we're grateful for, energetically, it opens a pathway 
for more things to be grateful for to enter into your orbit. And I know in my own life, I have found that to be incredibly powerful. Another really helpful thing to do if you're going through a hardship or a difficult time is to find the seeds of benefit and to notice the ways in which you've been protected, or some people would use the word blessed. I've gone through a fascinating period of time for about the last year and a half to two years. And having the ability to really see how protected I was in certain ways, even though I couldn't really figure that out when I was in, you know, in the midst of the uh, chaos and overwhelm, was a godsend. And it continues to be a godsend. So again, finding the seeds of benefit when things are chaotic is very helpful. And being able to recognize the blessings And the ways that you have possibly been protected is another empowering aspect. Hmm. So beautiful. So as you move throughout your week, really starting to have a sense of being open to experiencing more of a communion with your heart as opposed to being stuck in the brain and the mind. Because you're going to increase your own magnetic field by having the ability to really sink into more of a place of coming from your heart, coming from your vulnerability. And that naturally will lead to a lovely sense of humility at the same time. It is safe to move more and more into your vulnerability and your humility. Hmm. Been having a lot of downloads coming up for my new May workshop which will be happening on May 20th. A lot of people who are registering will be experiencing the playback because they're not necessarily available exactly when I'll be teaching this two-hour workshop. Dancing with your destiny. It's going to be super powerful. It'll be new information and insights that I haven't shared in the past. So if my work really resonates with you, and you're looking for more information and processes and more of an exploration around really moving into your destiny and out of your familial fate, I can't recommend signing up for it enough. There'll be a very interesting piece in it around this heart opening aspect and this aspect of the heart's magnetic field being so much stronger than the brain. So you can email me if you would like to get more information or to register at michelle at michellecolt.com. Follow, rate, review, and share my podcast or a specific episode if you feel that someone else could benefit from it. 
I really appreciate those of you that have been writing reviews. It's very helpful. Also, if there's something specific that you would love for me to address in an episode, email me. I love getting suggestions from people. Uh, It inspires me and I really get a lot out of that. So you can email me at my email for that, michelle at michellecolt.com. Following me on Instagram is a great idea. My handle is michellecoltcoach as I'm always sharing cool information and processes there. And if you would like to purchase my Nervous System Whisper ebook, I just got some beautiful feedback about it today. Someone that had purchased it, they just loved it. Uh, You can go ahead and go to my website, www.michellecolt.com. You are enough just as you are. You always were enough. And you will always be enough. Until next time.